first of all, give it up for the band. Come on. Take a seat, everyone. Hey, we do this thing after every conference and every camp called Stories. Uh, how many of you have been here before for Stories Night? Nice. How many of you have not been here for Stories Night? Like, this might be my first time. Let's go. A few new timers in the room. Hey, Stories is all about this. Uh, God showed me something. God taught me something. Uh, God revealed himself to me in a brand new way. And we, we've been talking about it. The, the thing that makes camp special is because we put away all distractions and we open up God's word and we sing to him and we have people praying for us. I believe that's why camp is special. I believe that's why we experience so many uh, moments with the Lord that are special. Thanks so much for that. And um, we have a few people in the room tonight that want to talk about what God has taught them and talk about what God has done in their lives and in their hearts. And this is what we're doing when our, we're sharing our story. Uh, we are talking and we're still worshiping God when we do this. Uh, we're professing with our mouths. Uh, it says in scripture that we will overcome through the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, uh, meaning that our testimony has power, right? There's something different when um, you're talking about abstract con like ideas or things that you're thinking, and there's a difference between that and saying, no, this happened to me. This is something that I've experienced. Uh, this is something that I've gone through, right? And there's something so powerful about being a Christian and saying, this is what I have experienced. And so tonight, when uh, we have people coming up to share their stories, um, they might be a little nervous, right? They might uh, be a little concerned. And we are all one big family here. We're celebrating them. We're thankful for uh, their bravery coming up and speaking. And so I've got a list right now. I'm going to double check and make sure I'm saying the right order. All right, first, now this one I'm very excited for, uh, mostly because I've only talked to him maybe a few times. And um, he's a famously quiet guy. And he shared that he wanted to share a, 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 his story tonight, and I was really excited about it. I said, yeah, absolutely. So could you guys welcome Colton to the stage? Where is he? Let's go. Come on up. Colton. Uh, hi. Um, so. Hi, Colton. Yeah, so my name's Colton. Um, I'm a senior. Uh, I go to Union. And I so just I was started. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I've been like a Christian my whole life. I went to church my whole life, and uh, um, and. And when I was younger, I used to go to a church called uh, Evergreen Bible Church, and um, my life, uh, and I felt very stable, and everything was good, and then uh, my, uh, my parents got divorced, and um, I don't know, everything kind of fell apart, I guess, and uh, we moved a lot, and uh, didn't, didn't feel, uh, I don't know, and, uh, I mean, uh, I've really, I don't know, I didn't, like, I feel like I couldn't open up to people, and everything felt stressful, and, uh, and, uh, And then uh, my, 
my mom told me about uh, Citizens, and uh, it was, I remember it was a back-to-school barbecue, I believe, and uh, I just felt, uh, I don't know, just the community and everything that, I don't know, everything, yeah, the community, and it just, yeah, it felt like it brought me here, and that God had led me here, and I feel like I've been able to uh, open up a lot more, and just, yeah. I love it. Hey, give it up for Colton. What, what, what's something that God taught you and showed you at camp, dude? I don't know. I just, uh, I feel like he wanted me to just to share my story. That's what it felt like. Awesome. Give it up for Colton, guys. Thanks so much. Colton, Colton. Hey, that community piece, um, that's, on, that's on all of us to build that, right? Um, Tony talked a little bit about this in our breakout, but there's something radical about um, being a welcoming youth ministry. We've had, um, we've had uh, honestly, over 100 visitors since I've been here at Citizens, a ton, an abnormal amount of visitors. And I think there's something really, really important about being welcoming because uh, you never know what people are going through. You never know what people need to hear. You never know what people, uh, when people need this uh, community. So why don't we give it up for Colton one more time, thanking him for coming up. And All right. This person is no stranger to our youth ministry. She's a graduate, and she came to camp this year. And uh, I've been so thankful to watch her jump in and serve. And um, she's really taken on a lot of leadership over the past year. And she has a story to share with us. Uh, Gracie is in the house. Let's go. Give it up one more time. Hi, guys. Okay. Um, this is my second time on this stage, actually. This is so crazy. Gave a senior sermon a little bit ago, and that was such an awesome opportunity. So decided to do it again. Shout out to Courtney, by the way, for teaching me how to write um, things that I can talk in front of people. Yeah, so yay, Courtney. Okay, so my name is Gracie, and I came to camp as a graduate. Uh, I've grown up in the church, and I became a Christian at a young age. Um, I've had a lot of great role models in my life that have impacted my faith, and they've really taught me a lot. But as I got older, I started to really make my faith my own and kind of branch out from my parents a little bit and everything they've taught me and just really like they gave me a lot of freedom. And they were like, yeah, I mean, if you don't want to wake up early on a Sunday and go to church, you don't have to. But we would love it if you would. <laughs> so um, when I actually started coming to Citizens, I came because Fred invited me. Um, so go Fred. Yeah. <laughs> or Michael. You might know as Michael forget that's his name sometimes um <laughs> but <laughs> yeah when I started coming here there was just awesome like community and I came here actually for a year by myself before my family even came so it was just really awesome that God kind of was like this is the place you're supposed to be um coming into camp I knew I would have the responsibility of leading some younger girls uh through devotionals and I know it wasn't like being a cabin leader or anything, that would be crazy. I don't know how you guys did that, but <laughs> it was only an hour of my time, but I've never really grown out, grown up around kids at all because my family is very small and 
my younger brother, who's a freshman now, is like the youngest in our family. So there's no like younger kids ever. And I'm just very awkward around kids, if you know me. Very awkward around them. I don't know what to say ever. Um, <laughs> but we're getting better at it. Um, but anyways, I was pretty nervous. Um, where am I? Okay, I was worried that they wouldn't like me or that I would say something that would affect their idea of Jesus. I remember when I was young, I looked up to my leaders, whether they had a big or a small role in my life, and I still remember the impact that they had on me. It was a small task that was given to lead these girls, but I felt a big responsibility. I prayed that the Lord would use me and help me to say the right things as I led them. And at first I was nervous, but as soon as we got into the scripture and we started reading, um, I just, I really felt the Lord's presence, and I don't even know how I was saying what I was saying, but it was just happening, and I was just talking, and um, soon enough, they were, we were all opening up and connecting on a deeper level, and they felt comfortable enough to talk to me and to open up to me and Emily, because we were both leading them. Um, I couldn't wait to come back the next day and hang out with these sweet girls. Shout out to them. If they're here, they gave us snacks and they were really nice. <laughs> um, all this to say, at camp, I was reminded that God can use all of us to be a light to others and to trust him when you are out in a situation like this because you never know how he will use you. I'm going to continue working on asking him to use me for his glory and his goodness every day, and I hope to be a light to others through him. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Uh, I was talking to the seniors the other day, Courtney and I, and uh, the reality is Citizens Youth is whatever uh, we, you guys want it to be, right? As we get older, as you're like sophomores, juniors, seniors, um, sorry, sixth and seventh graders, you, don't, you do have a say, but you know, I'm talking to you guys right now, six, uh, upperclassmen. Uh, Citizens Youth is what you want it to be. If you want it to be welcoming, then you need to be welcoming. Uh, if you want it to be passionate and exciting, you should be passionate and excited about Jesus. And uh, Gracie's been a good example of that as she's helped create a culture that we've wanted to see here. And so that's our challenge and part of our testimony as well. Amen? All right. Well, we have another person coming up here. And now uh, she came up. Uh, she, she took all of us by surprise, all the people on the student team. And um, it was just very last minute today. She's like, I want to share my story. And she walked in today and she was like, I am so nervous but I said it's going to be so amazing and so okay because um, she's going to speak from her heart and she's going to share what the Lord has put on her heart and can you please welcome to the stage Addie Turnage she's walking up right now her mother didn't even know this was happening so here we go how are you feeling you all right kind of. you're gonna do great give it up for Addie So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Addie, and I'm going into eighth grade next year. I'm a little nervous, and I might get a little bit emotional, so just bear with me. Um, I've been going to this church for about seven years now. I grew up as a Christian, and I got baptized at a very young age. But for the past couple years, I've been struggling with self-confidence um, and like body image problems. And um, I began to hate who I was, and um, I was scared to show people who I really was, so that was a very, like, dark time in my life. Um, I didn't understand why anyone could love me or why anyone would love me, and it was very scary because I was starting to lose faith in Christ, and I was starting to question why someone as amazing and powerful and perfect as him would love someone as imperfect and broken as me. 
And so this weekend, Jake was talking about how Christ came for the sinners and how he came for people who were imperfect and broken. And it kind of like hit me in the heart because that's, that's me. I'm imperfect. I'm broken. I'm insecure. I have so many issues, but God loves me. And so I started crying that service, and after that service, my amazing leader, Jocelyn, walks up to me and gives me the biggest hug and started talking to me, oh, sorry, <laughs> and started talking to me about how God loves me no matter what I do or say, and, like, I can never do anything to separate myself from the love of Christ. Um, and after that, I realized that um, no matter what I think about myself or no matter what Satan tells me, like, who I am, that God, sorry, that God um, loves me and that I don't have to worry about what other people think. And no matter how many people turn their back on me, that I still, sorry, that I still have um, a friend and that God is more than just a father to me. He's my best friend and my savior. So I hope that in the future I can continue to remember the truth that I don't need other people's approval. I just need to look to the one that loves me most. That was very sweet. <laughs> I, was, I don't really know what to say. That's super sweet. We try to do this thing where we like recap it a little bit, but that was just really awesome for you to share. Um, God does love you. God loves you. That's all that we can hear from that. Um, he cares for you. You, you know, we don't know what we're going through. You don't know what the person next to you is going through. Um, and when we all wrestle with things like that, uh, God's love is so much greater. And he loves you and he cares for you. And we're here for each other to walk through moments like this. Amen? Amen. And we are always here to remind each other of that truth. We are always here in moments of pain and difficulty to look each other in the eyes and say, God loves you. It doesn't matter how you're feeling. It doesn't matter what you think right now. God loves you. And that's what we're here to do as a community. Amen? All right. It's powerful. I love it. All right, we got another, uh, we got a guy up coming up here, and uh, same thing. He told me, everyone said, like, I'm so nervous. I'm like, you're going to do great. It's going to be awesome. And um, I really want you guys to listen to this one closely, carefully. And um, please welcome to the stage my dear friend, Andrew. Andrew, where are we at? Coming from the green team, all the way in the back. Representing the green team. Let's go. We got the whole squad supporting him. I love it. How you feeling, dude? Feeling good? Oh, yeah. All right. Let's go. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Give it up for the green team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So my name is Andrew, and uh, for, like, the first 11 years of my life, I grew up a Mormon. And uh, then uh, my, uh, my mom divorced my stepdad, who it was pretty hard. And then a new guy came into my life. And, uh, yeah, he was Christian. So I'm like, okay, well, this is all new for me. So uh, then uh, after, like, four years of being Christian and then, like, well, three years, and then COVID hit. And uh, we would just watch it on the screen because we're all stuck inside. Then we moved and we came here. And I would I would come to church, but I want to truly listen to the word of God. I want to 
listen, I would just come here, get some free coffee, and <laughs> uh, listen, then I would just go home and carry on with my life. But after, uh, after going to camp and listening to Jake's word, like humbling yourself like children, I, I realized um, my pride and my ego, like they're all really big, and I just, I need to humble myself. I need to, I need to realize that God is greater than me, than anyone here, because he's God, you know, and I, uh, I, like, at, during COVID, I put on 100 pounds, which is pretty bad, and I, I lost, like, 50 of it, 50 pounds, and I, I, my, uh, when my mom told me that I was going to camp and there was a lake, uh, I realized I'd have to take off my shirt and, like, go swimming. <laughs> so for a week straight, I, I ate clean. I worked out for, like, two hours. But when I came to camp, I realized that we're all made in God's image, that nobody's perfect. We all have insecurities. And that I'm not alone in this. I'm not... I'm not alone in facing difficult battles that we all face, all of us. And I just, I need to realize that, that like when, when Jake was talking and he was saying like some powerful stuff like about the master and the, vi the vineyard, the, yeah, and I just, when he was talking, and the last, like, especially the last one, I relate to the last one, because in life, sometimes, sometimes it feels like life gives up on you, and I, for a while, I felt like pe people gave up on me, and I was alone, but I'm not alone, because God is there, when, uh, because no matter what, he's, uh, you don't have to be afraid, of anyone, of the devil, of being vulnerable, of having emotions, because God's there, and he, you can be vulnerable, yeah, with him, <laughs> and because with God in your heart, you can do anything, yeah. That's true. There are so many lies um, that we hear from our culture, from our friends, from our own minds and our own insecurities, um, but God loves you and that you're, you are made in his image, right? And when you look at yourself in the mirror and you think, uh, I don't know, I don't think God loves me. I don't think he loves this version of me. I promise you that is true. And he does. He cares for you. All right, well, I think we have another one coming up. I actually didn't get to circle up with her before this, but hopefully she is here. Uh, is Evangeline here, right? No? Yes? No? Teresa? Evie? No, she's not. She's not here. All right, here's what we're going to do. I, I didn't think so. Here's what we're going to do. We did this last year at a conference, and um, there's one simple thing that I feel like a lot of us learn. I think a lot of us think that our story should be this, like, 
I was addicted to this and I had this extreme powerful moment. But oftentimes, um, when we have experiences with the Lord, it just moves us one degree closer uh, to him. And we're, we're, we're fixing our eyes on him and we're thinking about him more clearly. We're praying to him more. And um, I want us to do this. This microphone, I'm going to hold it. I'm going to be standing right down here. And um, I want you guys to fill in the rest of this sentence. At camp, God showed me blank. At camp, God showed me blank. And it doesn't need to be some crazy, here's my you know, whole life story you can share as you feel comfortable. Um, but it could be as simple as, at camp, God showed me he loves me. At camp, God showed me community. At camp, God showed me uh, what it means to be a, uh, truly a Christian. And so uh, I'm going to be standing up here. If you have something that you want to share and encourage your friends, your peers with, um, I encourage you to come right up right now to the mic as I'm talking because I'm going to keep talking until someone comes up. And so let's do it. Um, I actually shared this with my small group. Um, but they thought it was really good, so I think I'm going to share it with all citizens. It's that um, during camp, God showed me that Jesus changes everything, but Jesus never changes. This camp, I was shown that even though I feel um, alone, because I'm the only Christian in my family, that God is always there with me. Even when I feel alone and by myself, he's never going to leave me. And he's truly a light in the world. And I want to be a light for my family. Thank you. Um, I learned at camp that I can make my faith my own and not my family's. Um, I learned at camp that um, I'm broken, but not broken beyond compare. Uh, repair, not compare. Sorry, guys. Um, at camp, I learned that, um, like, I don't have to do it by myself even. And when, when I try to do it by myself, that's my pride. And I shouldn't be at the center. And I should be able to give up that control to Jesus because I suck at being at the center. That's true. Give it up for Matthew from the rec staff. Let's go. Uh, at, at camp, I was, I'm like on the spot. Uh, I, I was just shown that God still has a plan that's like bigger than, than you know, and and that no matter what you've done, he he, he still looks at you the same, and he will use you for his for his purpose and his glorious. Um, at camp, uh, God showed me my heart and that it wasn't in the right place and that um, I can, and that I needed to start working towards him and he, he used the people around me to help show me that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey because um, I haven't been on the right track even though I thought I was. It was kind of like false belief that I was doing the right thing because I was just coasting. <laughs> so he showed me that I need to put work into my faith and that I have a strong community to help me do that. Um, God showed me that 
I can come overcome my anxiety and that even when it feels scary to open up to people or do things that I'm not used to doing, I can come out of my comfort zone and that I don't always have to be in control and that I can just, I can give my worries to God and put them in his hands and that, you know, I don't know what life is going to bring, but I have God and that's all I need. So, so um, I don't know if this is the case for a lot of people, but like, especially middle school, I was hurt by a lot of my female friends and I wasn't ready to trust female friends because I don't know, it was weird. But then I learned this camp that it's, it's okay to trust and be vulnerable, especially when you've been hurt before. At, at camp, God showed me that, like, even though I'm a mess, and I can't sin so bad that God doesn't love me because, to be honest, at times, sometimes I do something terrible and I'm just like, will God ever love me again? Um, so in this season leading up to camp in the past few weeks, I had been feeling really apathetic towards the Lord, um, but at camp, God showed me that he's always worthy of my genuine worship, no matter how I'm feeling. Hey. Um, at camp, God showed me that he still loves me, even though I am like, there's still like community that cares about me and they're going to welcome me back, even though I like thought I was all like perfect and everything when I was a senior and then like fell so far off the wagon that I couldn't even see it anymore. But like, y'all still love me and God still loves me, so you know. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, at camp I learned God's will and he, that he loves me and I learned how to love myself too. Slay. At camp, I uh, realized how important and powerful worship really is. My voice is like gone. My voice is like gone, but um, at camp, God showed me that to like stop feeding into relationships where he's not the center of. Golden Plunger recipient right here. camp, I learned that I'm one bad captain for my life. And I need to drop every bit of me that tells me that I need to do my life by myself and lose all of my pride and give my life to Jesus and put him at the center. Because as long as I'm with him, nothing can go wrong because he has a plan for me and he's great. Wow. Oh my gosh. At camp, God has shown me that no matter like how far I stray from God, he's still there with me, and he never leaves me. At camp, God showed me that I'm not alone. So uh, camp reminded me that the Christian faith is a lifestyle, not a label. Um, prior to camp, I was hanging out with some friends, and they asked me if I wanted to hang out on Sunday morning. I said, I'm going to church. And they say, oh, you go to church. And that really hit me. Um, Christianity is like dying to yourself daily and making sacrifices for God. So that's what I learned. Uh, 
at camp, God reminded me that he loves me and wants me to follow him, even though I'm not perfect or even close. Um, on uh, Saturday night, Jake preached uh, gos- or he, he preached Matthew 9, and it talks about Matthew being a tax collector and Jesus telling him to follow him. And he said, those who are sick have no need of a physician, but, or no, those who are healthy have no need of a, of a physician, but the sick ones. Um, and he says, I, I came for the, not, not for the righteous, but for the sinners. And that hit me. Uh, I'd struggled with being an outcast and just having a lot of guilt for my sin and feeling like I could never get over it. Um, and he, Jesus called me to be his friend when I felt like nobody wanted to be my friend. And I saw myself as unlovable and too far lost to ever really be saved. But um, others, they saw me as worthless, but Jesus wanted me to serve him and build his kingdom. So it's just now, like, after I really dedicated my life to Jesus fully as, like, a lifestyle, right, and not just a label, like Hudson said, I'm using my testimony and the stuff that I've been through as far as, like, self-hatred and um, just other really dark things that I went through to just tell other people that they can be loved by Jesus and that Jesus wants them. Um, Through camp this uh, past week, I've uh, learned and God has showed me that, I mean, one, I've really, really struggled with confidence and uh, part of that has just stemmed from a fear of vulnerability in my friendships, in even my family, in my interactions, uh, and knowing that my confidence, put it, trying to put it in myself and just muster it up out of sheer willpower, it does not work. And that's why I've been failing myself so miserably, miserably um, is because I can put that in God who won't fail me. Um, even when I'm failing myself, he won't fail me. And so putting my confidence, my identity um, in God I can do that, and I can have peace knowing that he has me and that he'll hold me. Um, God has taught me both uh, literally and metaphorically that I can't just keep ignoring my heart problem. I need to, I need to tackle it face first, and I need to head to the doctor and get it checked out. Good. So I was reminded at camp that sometimes we need to just step out of our own way and not always be so focused on ourselves and kind of what the lesson God has planned for us. But maybe we're supposed to be where we are because he has a greater plan for other people around us. And so we just need to continue to pray and be there and be like, okay, God, help show me the lesson and help me grow with those around me and how they need to be grown. So um, I have been working with citizens for like five and a half years now. And um, something happened this weekend that I just thought was so encouraging. this room is full of people who are completely incomplete, that are completely broken in all different ways. Um, and yet I was so struck by, and I was telling um, 
our girls on the bus this as we are on the way home. You guys and who you were in coming together to worship the Lord and be at camp together with all the problems that we have in this room together, like people fighting and frustrated with each other and all that stuff. You know what one little girl saw? She saw Jesus in you guys. And it was so powerful. It was so powerful. She said, I want that. That's what you guys did. By just going to camp and being yourselves and being willing to open up and to worship the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your strength. Like, and that's what every single person in your life needs. And like, to have this place be that welcoming that that little girl was like, I gotta have what they have. How encouraging is that? And so I just wanted to encourage you guys with that because it's not nothing, it's everything. Like that little girl is going to heaven because of what you guys did. And you guys were just there being at camp. You had no idea that you were going to help save a little girl from hell. Like, that's incredible. And so, like, I just want to encourage you guys with that, because it's been sitting with me for the last few days, and just, like, how powerful it is when we live out the will of God, which is, you know, as Courtney talked about in her breakout session, which is to know God and love him, to become more like him, and to love others. And that's what you guys did this weekend. Thanks, God. Um, at camp, I learned that n- no sin is too much for Jesus to help you out of it. Yeah. That's awesome. um, at camp, God showed me a picture um, as a mom, as a leader. Um, there's like this sense of control that we have. And I kind of um, felt more responsible than what the Lord really was doing. And I, so, you know, the, the Lord holds us all in his hands, and it's not like this, you know, hoping that nothing will happen. Um, the key phrase God showed me is like, God has got us. He's got us. And it's not because we are death-gripping. Um, the process is word, is plan, whatever, but because it's all him and not us. So um, I graduated last year, and I feel like I just haven't been good enough at trying to figure out what it is I'm doing with my life. Like, I just haven't been good enough at getting it started. And God just really showed me that my purpose is to be a disciple, and it's not going to be fulfilled through a career or a relationship status. It's that my identity has to be found in Christ, and that's the only way to get through this life. So I hadn't touched my Bible since my quinceanera, and I'm 17. So I, my dad made me bring it to camp, and he signed me up for this camp. Tia actually convinced me to go. <laughs> Give it up for Tia. Um, and I had a lot of doubts and a lot of questions, and I tended to blame God for that when doubts and questions are normal, and they're things you should ask, and they shouldn't be something you should should be questioned for or something that should doubt your faith. It's just something we all have. And so I learned to also restart my faith because I was born into Christianity. I go to a Spanish-speaking church. And 
I learned that my faith is my own and it's not something pushed upon yourself. And just like Noah talked about how sometimes it can be like a camp like high where like it's great while you're at camp but then when you go home and you go back to reality and the harshness the world gives you, you can kind of go back to old habits. But this new lifestyle that I've been given and that God has given me through his mercy is just so fulfilling and it's something that I want to be and I just want to show love. Thanks, guys. I love it. Bye. The world's greatest blobber. A quinceanera, by the way, is when you turn 15, if you didn't know that. Um, my Mexican wife taught me that. Um, I actually knew that before, just, yeah. Hey, Brian, what's up? It's been a while since my quinceanera. <laughs> is that what you are going to say? That was it? No, that was improv. Okay, cool. At camp, I relearned that uh, Jesus can use me to uh, make a difference. And that's, that's something we all need to remember. Thanks for sharing that. That's important to remind ourselves of that truth. Um, God is moving. God is working. He's using all of us. And it is our responsibility um, as youth ministry um, to remember the things that God has uh, taught us at this camp and to keep them, uh, to hold fast to them, and to remind yourself that this is your story and this will always be your story. And whatever the world says, whatever you try to convince yourself of otherwise in your mind, well, it just was emotional, it just was this thing, hold fast to these truths and believe in your heart that this is God's story working in and through you. Uh, God works in so many different ways, but one of my favorite ways is to see how God works in other people, right? To see how he changes their hearts and to see people go from stubborn, angry, bitter people and to watch them be gentle, uh, servant hearts, like that's watching that process over years or, uh, is so beautiful. And so keep that in mind. Look at where you were years ago and look at where you are now and trust that this is God's story working in and through you. Everyone who shared their story right now is sharing God's story in their life. It's not about them. It's not about their good works. It's not about the things that they did. Um, it's about God and how he's working in and through you. So be encouraged by that. And if you want that, I want that for you as well. If you're looking at people and you're like, I want to feel joy. I want to feel confident. I want to feel uh, like this person is expressed. And I want you to feel those way too. And it is only through the person of Jesus Christ and the ministry of his Holy Spirit. That's the only way we receive joy and satisfaction. Amen? Amen. God, we love you. We're so thankful for these stories. This is our story, not just individuals. This is our story at Citizens Youth. Uh, we're building uh, the history. You're building our history here at this church and at our uh, youth ministry, and we're thankful for this, and we give you all the glory and all the praise for these stories. God, hold fast to these uh, young believers, to these young Christians in the room. Just hold them so close. Help them to see exactly what it is that you're doing, and even in moments where it's confusing and difficult or uh, painful, God, help them to rely on your word and the testimony that they have. We're thankful for camp. Help us to always remember it. Help us to live confidently in the upside-down kingdom. When the world values something, let us look the complete opposite way. When we're made fun of for the, uh, the choices we make or the way we work, whatever it is we get made fun of for your sake, let us rejoice in that. Let us be thankful for that because we know that it's bringing us close to you. 
We love you, Lord. Thank you for your kingdom. Thank you for your word and your Holy Spirit working in and through this ministry. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.